Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Raziel and this is the show where we get to talk about sports, we get to talk about business, we get to talk about everything in between. Today, incredible guest. I have Lindsay Brewer. She's a professional race car driver, social media influencer. Here to talk a little uh, little drama maybe. But anyway, we'll get into Lindsay first. Lindsay, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I'm Pleasure is <laughs> all mine, Lindsay. This is going to be absolutely fantastic. I'm very excited to get to talk about your racing career, social media influencing, yeah. females in racing, right? I've, you know, it started with, I don't know if it started with Danica, but that was, you know, that yeah, I feel like that was like the blueprint of females in racing. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Excited to talk about all that. But the first question I have for everybody on the For the Love of Sports podcast, Lindsay, is why do you love sports so much? I think I've always loved sports. I grew up in a family who loves sports. I have an older brother. You know, my dad always got me into sports as a kid. And I just think it's something. Oh, Uh-oh. my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry. Love it. Ah, technical difficulty. Um, I think I always just loved sports growing up. My family got me into it at such a young age. And, you know, I always just, like, love being athletic. It's just something since I was a kid I've loved to do. It's and fantastic. it's funny because I feel like I've never, uh, growing up, I never, there was never a sport that I really loved that much. Like my parents put me in all sorts of different sports and then we'll go into it later. But then I found racing and it just took off from there. Well, then I, I have to ask this question because there's so many, this hot topic, hot debate online. Are race car drivers athletes? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I, of course. I knew the answer. I was just, I knew the answer. I was just setting you up. It's fine. I know. Yes. Out of all the sports I've ever tried and I've tried, you name it, tennis, golf, soccer, gymnastics, swim team, cheerleading, everything you can think of snowboarding. I'm from Colorado. So very athletic racing is by far the most physical sport I've ever done. You don't just turn the wheel. It, you have so much G force, like there's no power steering. You use your entire body to, drive the car and it's a lot of people don't understand that and it's kind of frustrating and to, for me to race against full-grown men it's really puts me at a disadvantage and I have to work really hard so when people say oh is it even like are you even an athlete I'm like it's called motorsport for a reason yep. exactly no I I obviously asked that question it's pretty facetious Fires I completely <laughs> exactly right we need to get a little energy in this thing Lindsay but no <laughs> sincerely I do ob- obviously believe yeah, that it is a sport I mean th- just Think about like I just drove back from North Carolina the other day. Eight hours drive back. Not going to compare it to what you do at all, but it wasn't easy. Like obviously, there's a lot of no, stuff it's going me- on. It's mentally draining as well. You Stressful know, you as a heck. Long road trip. You when you get done with a long tri- road trip, you're tired. You're exhausted mentally, even though you just sat there. Imagine going 150 miles an hour the whole time. Going I was going to say mentally exhausted. Double it. You're getting way closer to the other drivers. Yeah. I mean, a 500 mile race, right? Yeah. Like, I don't even think here to North Carolina is 500 miles and it took me eight and a half yeah. hours. So it's just one of those things. I think it's a silly argument, but it's always fun, know, uh, especially like to ask racers. That. They're like, yes, I am. Oh, let's go. <laughs> awesome. So I guess let's start there. Like how, how did you even get into racing? Right. You said from Colorado, sounds like you've been in many different sports. What was it about racing that you kind of, you know, your heart was drawn to, let's say. Yeah. I mean, I went to a birthday party at a go-kart track when I was 11. Um, and it was one of those outdoor go-kart tracks with the gas go-karts and you can either do the rental carts or there's go-karts you can own that are fast and you can compete. They're competitive karting that you race nationally. And, uh, I was doing really well in the rental carts. And then I saw this little kid who had one of it's, he was about my age, like 11 or 12. And he had his own go-kart and it was, it was called a mini max. It's called Rotax mini max. And, um, I was like, Oh, that looks so cool. And he let me drive the car and it ended up being quicker than he was. So it was, it was really funny. Ooh. I was like, Oh, I, I don't know. I just, 
I just fell in love with it. I've always been super competitive. I've always loved speed. Uh, growing up, I would sit in front of my mom on the jet ski and push her hand forward to make it go faster. Like I've just always loved speed and adrenaline. So I think that just really drew me in and I ended up being pretty good at it. So my dad bought me my own cart. And then I raced um, the next year when I was 12 and won the regional championship against all the boys my first year. <laughs> and so I just, I, I just loved it and it just took off from there. And then I uh, moved up to Rotax Junior and then I did shifter carts, which was cool because, you know, it's not just driving, you have to actually shift it. And I started that when I was 15 and did that for a couple years. It, it was called Scusa S2. It was the Scusa series and I raced in Supernats and then I moved up to, I'm kind of telling you my whole, my whole race. Yeah, I love it. I'll have some questions <laughs> afterwards. Keep up, going. I moved up to um, cars when I was 17. I went to Skip Barber Racing School. Actually, they, I work with them now, like I'm part of their racing, but I actually went to them beforehand before even having a partnership. And um, they are really the best. They really teach you everything. So I jumped up into cars from that. And then I did a lot of testing in USF 2000, Formula 4. Unfortunately, a few of our the sponsorship didn't work out for USF that year. And so then I ended up racing legend cars my freshman year of college and what ended up uh, being the US legend car championship and road course in Vegas in 2015 and 2016. So it was really fun. I, I, those cars were little crazy cars. If you look, if you want to look them up, they're pretty funny. Um, and then I kind of had to take a, my dad stopped paying for my racing. So three, four years and that was really tough. But now that I graduated college, I'm finally back into it. I've been able to accumulate some good sponsorship, which is amazing. Um, yeah, I'm back at it racing TC America this year and got some good stuff looking forward to next year as well. So love it's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it sounds like it's been pretty good. It sounds like you've been doing this thing for a little while now. And oh, I guess just a few years, just a couple of years, right? Just a couple. And I guess one thing that I'm kind of curious about, right, is so many people have this hobby. So many people love driving fast and they yeah. play with their cars and do a lot of stuff. What was it about racing, especially coming back to it in 2019 that you said, no, 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 like this isn't just a hobby. This is something that I want to do. I want to get paid money. I want to yeah, really exactly. get in so on this. I kind of accumulated my following when a lot of my following when I was in university, I went to San Diego State University. I was in a sorority. You know, I'd post pictures with my friends in swimwear on the beach, having fun, just just posting pictures with friends. And it kind of, my photos just started getting posted on these pages, like bar stool, total frat move, all these stuff. And I started get, accumulating a following that wasn't a racing following, which was, you know, I'm grateful for all my fans and everything. But then when I got back into racing, people were like, wait, Lindsay Brewer races cars. She's not like just a bikini model. She's not this, that. Like, there's no way this girl's just pretending to race cars. She's not actually a driver. Like, she's a wannabe. She's a clout chaser. She's just standing next to cars taking pictures. And I've, it's not the first time I've heard it before. But then, you know, one of my, who I thought acquaintances and friends, Haley, started saying that. So it was kind of unfortunate that like another female would say that. Um, but yeah, like, so that's been the downside. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm back into it. But that's definitely been the trickiest part um, in my situation for sure. Yeah. Na navigating those waters. I'm sure, as you said, you know, having, having a no, it's, it's one thing. There's a lot of stupid guys out there that say a lot of stupid stuff. And I could only I imagine some of the stuff that you get, but to have, as you said, to have another female say that, I mean, I don't think I'm in any place to really kind of say anything, but I'm sure I can understand where you're coming frustrating. from. I mean, I understand where people are coming from. Like I did, I did grow my following when I wasn't racing cars. So maybe people are like, wait, like, I've worked so hard racing my whole life. And now here's this girl just like 
posting next to a couple of cars and she got a Forbes article and she's got this going on and like that could seem just like wait I put in all this work and here she is jumping in but I think like people just didn't realize like I have been racing for so long and so I just want to enlighten people and you know it's not just you can still look good it like put, like try to look cute and have fun and still be taken seriously as a driver you know I completely agree. I mean, look at me. I have this sweet mustache and people have to take me seriously when they talk to me on camera. So appreciate you there. And yes, shout out that Forbes article, Andy Fry, incredible guy, good friend of mine. I will make sure to uh, post that uh, the link in the show notes on YouTube as well as the podcast. So if you haven't read it, please read it. It is absolutely incredible. Um, So yeah, I kind of, so obviously we spoke about Haley a little bit. Um, I think it's a pretty easy thing to talk about now. So as you said, said some stuff, things were said. It is what it is. But you guys, you and your sponsorship team, Clubhouse Media Group, you guys had a kind of a nice little uh, jab back. I don't know. What do kids say these days? I don't really know how it goes. (laughs) Well, yeah. So I went back on Tanner Fox's podcast, No Fox Given, and he's an awesome guy. That's he kind of talked some smack about me as well. So I went on there. I was like, Tanner, what the fuck? Excuse my language. I was like, what the heck, Tanner? Like, what do you do? You know, I had met him before and I like. I have no problem with Tanner or Haley. I actually really like Haley. I respect her as a driver, as a person. Um, But I did want to show her, you know, like I'm not just an Instagram model. I can drive. I'm confident I can drive and anyone who's seen me drive can, you know, attest to that. So uh, my my sponsor, Clubhouse Media Group, we said we would be willing to put up $25,000 towards a charity of her choice or to a charity um, the Women's Sports Foundation, which can help women get into racing, which I thought would be good because she was saying how she wants more females in the sport. Um, so we'd be willing to put up that. And then I, I told her about it. She saw the article. She saw the podcast. And she has not replied to me yet. And Ooh. I was going to – I said, I even said I was like we could do one race in open-wheel cars, you know, Formula 4 with Skip Barber Racing. And then we can do one race on an oval in a stock car because that's more her realm and then open wheels more my realm. And we could do two for two, see, like, you know, do all that and put money towards charity, make it like a positive thing for female empowerment. And I haven't gotten a reply yet. And I don't know if she like what the deal is there. But a few of my sponsors, you know, collectively between a few of my sponsors, we are willing to up the ante to $250,000. So it's a big deal. We want to make a big difference for women in charity, make like a charity for a big difference for women in sports. So we're willing to put up a quarter of a million dollars for if she races against me for women in sports. And I think that can make a really big difference. And I think it could be a positive thing for all of us. And I'm confident in my driving ability. So, you know, if you're going to say I'm just a poser, I'm just a clout chaser posing next to cars. Like, let's let the driving do the talking, you know, like, I still love her. She's super sweet. Like, I have no problem with her. I just think this would be a positive thing for everyone, you know, her, me, the women trying to get into racing and yeah, just make something positive happen. Something I love it. I'm all about positivity. Yeah. Turning a negative into the positive is the yeah. best thing you can possibly do. And as you said, I mean, I actually have some friends over at the uh, uh, Women's Sports Foundation. Like they're doing okay. some incredible stuff over there. So shout yeah. out to everybody over there doing what they do. If you haven't, check out what they're rocking with if you're listening. But no, I think that would be great. And I mean, as you said, a quarter million dollars, you could do a lot with a quarter yeah. million dollars. Yeah. And I'm sure maybe 25,000, you know, not enough. Like I understand she's a busy girl, busy schedule, but like, let's up the ante, you know, to a quarter million dollars. I don't think she should say no to that because I think that's a pretty big deal. And, um, you know, I think that'd be really cool. So 
I think it would be awesome. I think you could probably get more money too. sell some pay-per-views, uh, yeah, pretend hey. to, like promote it like a boxing match. We've hey. seen what uh, celebrity boxing matches go for now. I think that I would know, be it's crazy. absolutely incredible. So um, shout out to Haley. Maybe this turns into something really positive. Hopefully yes, she says yes. Out. And hopefully I'll be honest with you, Lindsay. I hope you beat her. But that's that's neither <laughs> here nor there. That's neither here nor there. But yes. I think I'm, I'm kind of curious. So, you know, obviously we talk about that a little bit. You're, you're still doing your thing. But how... What has it been like being a female in racing, right? Like as, yeah. as we talked about before, you know, Danica Patrick, kind of that blueprint, right? Like that's kind of when I grew up and she started coming up and, and I heard so many stupid things said. And it's like, oh, oh she's never going to be good. It's stupid. Why is a woman driving? It's like, I mean, they're, she, she's capable of driving. That's obvious. Hey, but she's paid more than all you guys. You exactly. Know? She's, fun. she's doing well, you know. And she I wants- love it. So, so what are some of the, I mean, I guess outside of the obvious things, what are some of the things that you face as a, as a female specifically in racing that it just, it's just frustrating and it makes it just a little bit harder yeah, I think for like, you to do what you need to do. Obvious, it's pretty obvious. Like, like you said, men just sometimes don't take you as seriously. You know, when I'm at the track, it's game time. Like I'm not joking around. I'm not this happy go lucky Lindsay that people know outside of the track. Like I'm serious. I'm dialed in. Um, I'm a professional driver, just like the rest of them there. So it's sometimes hard to be, you know, any female, it's hard to be taken as seriously. And I don't think like what you post or what you wear should have to do with that. Like that's on them if they can't handle, you know, a tank top. Um, (laughs) But I think just like being taken seriously is a little bit tricky. Uh, And like when you're on the track, sometimes they can be a little bit more aggressive than you because they don't want to be beat by a girl, you know? So like sometimes like you'll make up, they'll make unfair moves or they'll do this and that and, I think it's gotten better as I've like shown more results um, because in TC America, it's actually really tough racing. Like if I get top 10, I'm really happy with it just because it's such wheel to wheel driving. Like the, the drivers have been doing this series for, I know some of them who've been doing it for over 10 years. So for my first year getting into it, placing sixth, seventh for me is really good. Obviously I want to get a podium this next race at uh, road America. So fingers crossed, but you know, I think it's gotten better as I've shown more results and like who I am as a driver. People have seen my skill at first when I was just jumping back into it, people were like, who's this girl? And then I think I've been able to gain more notoriety as I've continued to drive, you know? Yes. Yeah. And that makes sense. And, you know, take advantage of it and do your thing. I guess coming back into it, taking such a hiatus, right? You're off for three, four years, whatever it ended up being. What were were some of the things that you kind of like, what was some of the stuff that was riding a bike and what was some of the stuff that you had to completely relearn again? Well, I think for me, uh, it was the speed was right back there. Like for me, that's like riding a bike. Like I jumped into the car and I was putting the same lap times down. I was really quick. If you have, if like not to toot my own horn or anything, but if you have the talent, you have the talent and you can be quick. It's either kind of you have to or, be, or you don't with that. But racing, racecraft, I think you need to really practice in. Like jumping into my first race, I noticed that I would make stupid mistakes. Oh, I should have like waited and not been so aggressive on that initial thing and like been more patient and then been able to get them on the exit, you know, on the straight. Just certain things like that. I think racecraft you definitely gets a little rusty and you just need more practice with that. Um, so I think that's gotten better each race I've done, but that's probably been the trickiest, uh, thing to get back into. And just like my training regimen, you know, when you're in college, you're having fun, you're studying, you're not as focused on, uh, fitness. And then obviously being 110 pounds, it's, you're racing against full grown men. It's definitely tricky. It's physical. It's hard. And I've had to train really hard to get back into physical shape. And, you know, to be able to do that. What what does training look like for uh, 
race car driver. I'm actually curious. I do have an Equinox membership and I have nice. a, train, a trainer that sends me uh, specific workouts. I do, you know, you have to do neck workouts. You have to do specific workouts for drivers. So, you know, there's certain parts of your arm or certain muscles you have to work on and there's specific exercises that you do for that. But a lot of cardio because like, I do a lot of stair stepper stuff because it's the endurance that's really tricky too. Yeah, I could. I mean, again, <laughs> I, I not trying to compare but, my eight hour drive, but like it's that's got to be awful. Yeah. And I also have a simulator that actually really helps with mental focus and uh, just fitness in general. It's a really good one. It's from Sparco. So it's actually you get tired driving that thing. So that's good. And uh, another another one I do is I hold a circular weight up and like turn it. And that actually really that hits a lot of the good muscles. That's so. awesome. Yeah. See, I've never, I've never asked that question to a race yeah. car driver before. Like I, there has to be training involved, but I have no yeah. idea what it is. So yeah. I appreciate that, Lindsay. And because you've been doing this for so long, you're very well adept to talk about it. And I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um, so one thing, another thing that I want to talk about that I think is really interesting. So clubhouse media group being your primary sponsor, is that? Yeah. Okay. So really interesting really unique sponsorship there right like we're starting to see and, and i'm sure you're very well aware of it right there was so there was like the heyday of racing back in the late 90s and early 2000s yeah. the winston cup and all that yeah. and then it came tumbling down and nobody watched and it's now kind of starting its way back up we saw barstool has sponsored a car it seems like once or twice a year in, in nascar and yeah. pitbull and alvin kamara and all these guys trying to buy teams and doing everything what like how did that sponsorship come about and why do you think it's such a unique way of helping you promote yourself but also having this company this house right and yeah. the media group pr pr promote itself you know it's interesting because um i was able to get this sponsorship through my social media that was outside of racing so i think that's a, another good reason yep. i was able to get this following uh in college and continue to grow it because without the following i wouldn't have been able to get the sponsor so I was grateful for that. They reached out to me last year and wanted me to live in the house because that's like when all the big content houses were happening, Hype House, Sway House, Clubhouse. And so they asked me to move in and they're like, oh, cool. Like, I see you race cars. That's really cool. They weren't really interested at first in sponsoring or anything. They just thought it was I was a cool creator and wanted me to live in the house and collaborate with people. And then I kind of they kind of I kind of explained to them what I did and how I wish I could be racing, but I didn't have a sponsor right now. And then I explained to them the benefits for companies to sponsor people and they saw the value in it. And I'm so fortunate enough that they were willing to sponsor me. And I think it's racing's kind of definitely, it's definitely taken, it's had a comeback. I think, mm -hmm. you know, I think people, I don't know, there was a, a little bit of a break where people weren't watching it as much. And I think now even with social media, it's kind of made it come back a little bit. And I think, it's a really great crossover with Clubhouse because we do have the social media aspect. We do have the sport racing aspect and Clubhouse, you know, they see the value in being a part of that, which is cool. Yeah. And they're publicly traded. So it's really cool for, you know, all the shareholders to be able to be a part of the journey. Oh, the hospitality. Sponsored, they sponsored a NASCAR car for a few races. So it was cool. That is awesome. And, and you, you were talking about some of the benefits. I guess I'm kind of curious, right? Like it's one thing I can understand a little bit better your in NASCAR or something, you know, something that's on TV, that's going to be there. Everyone knows it every single Sunday, you're going to watch it. I'm kind of curious with, with what you're racing in TC America, what, like, what are some of those benefits and what yeah. does like a, a company like clubhouse get for promoting and sponsoring a driver like yourself? 
Well, I think for me, I do have a large social media fan base. So when, when I'm posting on my social media for them, that's one aspect of it. They see, oh, like Lindsay's racing her cars again. Who's sponsoring her? Oh, Clubhouse, what's that? Like they get a lot of like eyes on that. And then I also think race, a really big part about racing and sponsorship with racing is not necessarily the immediate cash return, but the business to business connections. That's a huge thing for sponsors in all levels of racing, you know, racing everyone has a lot of money it costs a lot of money it's like polo it's like any other expensive sport so it's a great way for networking for businesses and it's a great way to like meet other people and I think just being a part of that I think that has been really beneficial for them and they've made a couple connections in the racing world that have helped them outside in other aspects of their business so I think that's been like their biggest benefit with it and they see that so it doesn't have to be at the the highest level like IndyCar NASCAR Formula One I think it could be at any level as long as they're making those connections and I'm posting about it, getting eyes on it. And I think they're also with me for the journey. Like they mm -hmm. want to take, they want to be there for the long run with me. They want to take me to the top. And I really appreciate that. So I think they're investing in me and my career. And you know, that's, that's really cool. Do you have a documentary in the works by any chance? Because I would watch that. I mean, it's just considering you're working with the media group. I hope someone I know, over there. I know. I wish to come out with a TV show, you know, right. Like Netflix or something. Netflix. I don't know. Put it on YouTube. I mean, YouTube, yeah. anything, man. Someone will, <laughs> someone will pay for that. I mean, again, it's such an interesting story. A girl like yourself who's been racing her entire life, as you said, then you go to college, get relatively famous. <laughs> I don't know, however, million followers you have now, and then get back into the racing scene. And as you said, like, no, like I got back in. I'm still pumping 120. There's haters, there's yeah, right. <laughs> and then, you know, to, to have this company that's, you know, you're working with in multiple different fashions. You know, there's obviously a nice hand, handshake agreement and everybody's helping everybody in this in multiple different ways. I just think it's such an interesting story that you've had this opportunity to really. And then, as you said, you're going to take it to the top one of these days. Oh, oh, yeah. You will see me in a few years at the top and be like, hey. You know, you, I you like you on in Monaco. I would, I, oh, I yeah. watch Monaco every year. I mean, you I don't know. know. Me too. You never know. You know, IndyCar has always been my goal. And now I've been dabbling a little bit into the NASCAR world. Formula One is over in Europe. That's really, that's a really high reach. I've, I've always yeah. been interested in it, but like IndyCar, NASCAR's racing in America has always been. I, Indy 500. I think we'll, we'll, my, we'll take yeah. it. How about that? We'll take the yeah. Indy 500. You'll see me at the Indy 500 and be like, hey. Hey, I interviewed Lindsay. She was such a nice girl. No, I love it. I think it is so cool. And and how um, with Clubhouse, right? You have such a big media group behind you. As you said, there's so much stuff going on. And then you said, right, they're, they're kind of making business dealings. I've heard that about NASCAR sponsorship. It's yeah. a lot of, you know, a lot of give and take. How are they helping you attract other sponsors, either personally through your social media or professionally through, not to say you're not professional with the yeah. social media, but professionally through racing as well? Yeah, well, Clubhouse Media Group, they have their own management side as well. So they also manage my brand deals. They have like a network of companies that they have contacts at. So, you know, they're able to, we're able to push out this content and the fact they are sponsoring me, it's like, oh, Lindsay, look, Lindsay Brewer's racing again. We're sponsoring her. She's in this car. This is what the value she can bring. And they're able to use their contacts and connections and, you know, send that message over to these other companies. And I think that's helped me gain other sponsors as well and hopefully attract more in the future because they have their own network. They have their own, you know, brand team. And I think that's it's just been like a really lucrative, great partnership to have. That is oh, awesome. Yeah. Kudos and congratulations to you for that one. So we brought it up a couple times. Uh, the TC America series, you have Road America coming up only in a couple weeks as yeah. of recording. Are you excited? Are you pumped? I'm like what so little butterflies, maybe? I don't know. 
I always have a little butterflies before, you know, it is my first full season back and I think I'm just a little nervous. I want to do well and uh, I am so excited. We were just on this summer break. So my last race was it was June 6th, I think. It was a long time ago. And so I'm really pumped to get back on the track and racing again. And I'll be definitely training a lot from now to then. You know, I was just in Europe for a few weeks for my summer vacation and now it's grind time again and I'm I'm ready to go. So good for you. Yeah. Well it's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait. And I guess another last question that I really want to talk about a little bit is people people that you look up to in the sport of racing. Uh, you know, obviously again, shout out to Andy Fry's incredible yeah. Forbes article that I think he's written multiple Forbes articles about you yeah, know at yeah, this point. He's the best. Yeah, he's he is the best. the best. And so I get you know I heard I heard a little bit of the the, the interview that you guys did and talking about Lewis Hamilton and some of the yeah. stuff who like where do you draw inspiration from in racing because i'm sure like many sports you're gonna grab styles from other people right it's like oh, i really like the way he does this or the yeah. way she does that how does it work like that in racing i think i just like the way they are sportsmanship wise and how they how they are on the track and off the track like yeah you can be a really great driver but if you're not the best person off the track i don't think that's pretty that's not very cool you know i don't really look up to that i think a role model is someone that is really great on and off the track. So I really admire like Lewis Hamilton because he's such a great driver on the track. And for the most part, he has been so gracious on the track and makes smart decisions, able to win, you know, seven world championships, yeah, whatever it is. But then yeah. off the track, he's really passionate. He's a passionate humanitarian. And I think that's really cool as well. So he's just seems like a really cool person. And I think I really look up to drivers who are good people as well. That's what we're talking about, Lindsay. We're taking negatives, turning them into yeah, positives. We like good people. And make good things happen and do that. So I really look up to that with people. I love that. That's fantastic. Well, Lindsay, this has been absolutely wonderful. We're in. Yes, we are in the clubhouse we're right in the now. Clubhouse right now. So there is some background noise. I'll be honest. First time I've ever been in the clubhouse. So I appreciate hey, yeah, that. So thank you for that. Clubhouse, guys. <laughs> Can we turn it into like MTV Cribs? Did you get? I know. Get, I'm gonna I, actually film. I have an MTV crib style uh, video coming soon. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Is that going to be on your YouTube? Yeah, it'll be on my YouTube. Where can everybody find you across all the internet, Lindsay? All right. Okay. Instagram, Lindsay Marie Brewer. Twitter, Lindsay M. Brewer. Find me on Snapchat. I believe it's still called Lil Brew, but you can just look up my name because you can't change your Snapchat. Yeah. I made it when I was like 14. Love Uh, it. Um, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. Just look up Lindsay Brewer. Find, yeah, so I'm I'm everywhere, guys. Um, Love it. Find me. Find me. There. And then where can where can we watch some of your races? Are those on um, so YouTube? T- where can we find yeah, those? Go to, to tcamerica.com and um, they actually stream live on their website. And they have the link. It's on YouTube as well. If you look up TC, but tcamerica.com will show you the uh, schedule. And you're able to just follow along and they give you the link and everything to watch stream it live. And I wish it was on more. It, they, they, they air it on TV a couple of weeks later. It's not live. I wish it was, but it is like a lower division of racing. You know, it's not NASCAR, IndyCar, but you'll see me on TV soon. <laughs> not yet, but you'll be there soon enough. Oh, Lindsay, soon. this has been incredible. Thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Bye.